Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, it seems to me, I could be wrong, that Trump is actually getting more strength from what's going on around Dude, him. Dude, it right happens now. all the time like this, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, every time. You get indicted, his poll numbers go up. I'm seeing it with independents, too. Just talking to people. Like, okay, this is some BS that's going on here. Right. And it makes people wonder what else is really going on. And yeah, I think that's a good question for people to have. You know, mm-hmm. it's just weird because it calls into question the whole operation of justice in this country yes i mean it really does i mean when you look at this in a completely partisan move and they did it anyway yeah it's the supreme court in colorado i think it's the desperation that we're seeing right now Mm -hmm. you you hear the inside stories of the democrats and the power brokers within that party and biden's polling numbers and they're freaking out they're not sure what to do and gavin newsom's not the answer they found that out they know it can't be kamala what are they going to do? That's a big question. Well, but for now, it's, well, let's get yeah. Trump's name off the ballot. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what the Colorado Supreme Court ruled earlier this week, not eligible to be on the ballot. And of course, the Biden Justice Department, as we know, is relentlessly prosecuting Trump. And that's on top of cases in New York and Georgia. Mm-hmm. And I think now is a good time to once again revisit something Joe Biden said in November of last year. When he was asked about the possibility or probability that Donald Trump would run for president again. Oh, man. I forget about this. Okay. We just have to demonstrate that he will not take power um, by, uh, if we, uh, if he does run, uh, making sure he, uh, under the legitimate efforts of uh, our Constitution, does not become the next president again. Mm. Oh. Mm. Vittel. Yeah. He's done that several times. <laughs> Yeah. Said something in the past, and you can tell people around him are like, you're not supposed to say that. Yeah, you're not supposed to say the quiet part out loud. Come on. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, we shouldn't be surprised at what's happening right now. Now, you have a piece of audio, David, from the Secretary of State, Colorado. Yeah. Is this going to help any of this make sense? Because it really doesn't. No, I don't think so. So the Colorado Secretary of State, Jenna Griswold, is her name. She was on MSNBC and says, hey, look, this needs to be upheld. What the Colorado Supreme Court did, we gotta we gotta send the message that if we don't like you, you're not running for president. Okay. Because if not, it's a get out of jail free card. We can't have one office be able to do whatever they want when it comes to rebellion, and then be able to be seated in office again. Oh, okay. I know. I didn't hear the whole context, obviously, of the entire conversation there, but it's a get out of jail free card. Who went to jail? Who got charged with insurrection? It's never been convicted right. of anything. Not charged with insurrection. Yeah. You no. just decided, well, it looked insurrection. He was scary. We can't have that happen. So that's useless. That's just someone saying, we need to have it our way. Yeah. And we need to convince everyone that he's like Hitler. Well, she's one of several MSNBC wine moms who's going to wind up ruining this country. Yeah. It's already happened in a lot of different ways. I mean, you just got to stop it as much as you possibly can. I did think it was funny hearing uh, Jonathan Turley 
uh, reacting to that, what the Secretary of State of Colorado said? A lot of respect for Jonathan Turley. I always want to hear what he has to say. Well, it's a curious argument because uh, it's not a get out of free card because there's laws governing uh, insurrection and incitement. And notably, Trump was not charged with that. You had a very motivated special counsel in Jack Smith who hit Trump with anything he could, but he conspicuously left out incitement, insurrection, sedition, because he couldn't prove it, because the evidence is not there. So that only adds to the problems here. Yes. Again, never pretend to be a legal expert. I say it all the time. David, you, Scott, you, you understand law much better than me. But I do have a little bit more respect for a Jonathan Turley. No yes. offense. Yes. So, yeah, that, that holds a lot of weight. Because I'm trying to think back. Because anytime you follow someone or you trust someone, if you're in our position, my opinion, you'll trust them as long as they're right. When they're wrong, eh, your confidence gets shaken a little bit. When they're wrong a few times, you're like, okay, I can listen to what they say, but who knows? They don't have a consistent track record. Has yeah. that guy ever been wrong? Um, I mean, I'm sure he has been, I, I just, but not glaringly so. You know, it's one of those things. If you make a prediction and that prediction doesn't turn out to to be right, then, I mean, everybody makes predictions that don't turn out to be right. I mean, that's one of the reasons why we keep a bet list on this show. Absolutely. You know? But usually it seems like, and I don't want to give him too much credit, but if he really doesn't know how something's going to turn out, he'll say, you know, I just don't know. We, yeah. we haven't seen anything like well, this before. Well, he takes the legal, logical path yes. all the time. I mean, you know. Right. I mean, if he thought there was something there, I think he'd say it. Totally agree. Golly. Totally agree. Switching gears, saw this out of the Wall Street Journal. As we're getting close to Christmas and seeing all sorts of stories about crunch time and last-minute shopping, America's spending less on gifts, but more on everything else. What's that mean? The higher cost of fun um, is pushing some shoppers to take on debt to foot their holiday bills. Oh gosh. We've already seen the credit card debt of Americans, new records this mm -hmm, year, mm -hmm. and it's necessities that are getting put on the credit card. So that's part of what this piece is saying. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's also talking about people are instead giving dinners for Christmas gifts or some sort of experience, tickets to a game something like that than something material. And I think people have been trying to do that for yeah. a while, saying, you know, the experience is probably better. But then you got some people that really have the feeling, I want someone to open something that they can actually do something with right at the time, something in their hands. You're not one of those people, Scott. You're a gift card guy. Uh, I am. Who doesn't like a gift card? You know, some Nothing people... says impersonal more than a gift card. Yeah, well. <laughs> but it's also useful. It's basically saying, I'm not going to give you something that you don't like. You go buy something. Yeah, something you like. On me. Okay. We didn't plan on having this conversation. I'm just throwing it out there. And I'm not saying it's bad. Okay. What makes a gift card a better gift than cash? Well, nothing other than cash seems colder, I think. But usually, if you ask the person that got the gift card, would you have just as soon gotten cash? They say yes. Well, you essentially did. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, you get a. But now you're you're locked into going to this place, and it well, might not even be the place you really would like to spend your money. I get the Visa ones most of the time. So oh. you can do whatever you want oh, with yeah. them. Yeah, that makes sense. And Amazon or whatever. Yes. You know? And it's always crazy when you get the list of how much money not used in gift cards every year. Oh, yeah. I've done it. Because the retailers love it. I've done it. 
Oh yeah, like not used it with it with a restaurant one. I totally forgot I had. I moved and two years later I find it in a drawer underneath a bunch of stuff. I'm like, okay, I can't use it now. Expired. Mm. Yeah, that's why I like the cash. cash and, and you don't expire. mind giving cash? I don't mind giving cash. No, and I love getting cash. Although if you really want to try to be fancy, you want to church it up a little bit, write a check. Yeah. Okay, because then you're giving them a gift and a trip to the bank. It just makes more of a hassle, doesn't yeah, it? Well, you give it to a young person, they don't even know what it is. Right, what they're is like, this? what is this? Is yeah. this an IOU? I don't get it. Yeah, no kidding. Man, speaking totally off topic here, speaking of credit cards, cash, paying for stuff, this is making the rounds, and I don't know if you guys have seen it yet. It's this feminist in California mm-hmm. that went out on a date with a conservative guy that paid for everything, Yeah, and she loved it. Absolutely loved it. <laughs> okay. But for some feminists, there's like, oh, yeah. no, you're not going to pay. Right. No, we're not going to do that sort of thing. And so this is going all over the place online. And when she's talking about the conservative guy, I think she calls him a bro's bro. Uh-huh. Just bro down kind of guy. She doesn't usually find herself attracted to those people. Um, but if you want to hear her talk about her experience, oh, I have I do. for you. Yeah. I don't think she curses, David, but, you know, yeah, finger well, on the button. I, I got the dumb button here, yeah. Just in case, yeah. Guys, I went on a date this week, and I felt the feminism leaving my body. I live on the east Uh-oh. side. Uh-oh. <laughs> David's already rolling his eyes. You can't take it. Is it the cadence? Why do they have to all talk like this? <laughs> and, uh, let me tell you. Pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. East side of LA, and if you don't know what that means, it's sort of like the artsier part of LA. You know, it's it's people say it's like Brooklyn and New York. Like, so I go on dates with a lot of men and women who you know live over here. There's always a negotiation about who pays, and that's great. I like to pay for people, all that. But what I will say is that I sort of fell into going on a date with the most guys guy I've ever been on a date with. And he's from West West, you know, Santa Monica. He's a bro, right? Mm. He's a bro. He's a bro. And he's ready to bro down. Yeah. Yeah. A guys guy is usually not my type. Like, I cannot remember the last time that I went mm. on a date with, like, a straight bro's bro. You know what I'm saying? But it befell me. It befell me in an organic fashion. So I'm on this date with this guy, and the thing about a guys guy is he's putting his card down. He's paying for everything. And I really just, it sort of activated something feral in me. I'm not going to lie. We went to <laughs> Stop there. Something feral in her, Scott. She's insufferable. He paid it well, so he get the hell out of there. Right. Well, I mean, also, uh, this was the first guy she's probably talked to in, in five years that didn't talk exactly like she did. Probably true. Yeah. And he didn't even talk like this. I, yeah, I thought the same thing. Like, did this guy want a second date? Oh, really? God, no. 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 <laughs> It goes on. He went to like another bar and he went, he was going to go to the bathroom. So I was getting prepared to pay for our drinks because he's been paying all night. Of course, I'm going to pay for the next round. But as he's going to leave for the bathroom, he turns to me and he hands me his credit card and he goes, here's my card. Get us whatever. <laughs> it might be time for me to get away from all these, you know, liberal snowflakes on the east side. <laughs> she, it sounds like she's done. She's seen the other side. Yeah. Guy started paying. Hey, this is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's nice getting free stuff. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I thought you would enjoy that. <laughs> yeah.
Man, if there's an update on that, I want to. Oh, I got to know, know what that dude it. thinks. I'd like to interview I him know, now. Dude. Yeah. yeah, we need that old dating game. Yeah. What was your experience like? Uh, it was insufferable, Chuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, okay. Much more to get to. Um, including the Jeffrey Epstein files. This is a big story. That much more coming up. What is it? Shh, check it out. All these highly rated wines are under $20. Total Wine must have made a mistake. <laughs> nope, they always have the lowest prices. Oh, remember that amazing rosé your sister brought over last week? See, it's right here. Whoa, that's a low price. I mean, whoa, that's a low price. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, B21. The holidays are here. Let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gifting. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Go to omahasteaks.com and save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout, get an additional $30 off your order. Send tender, juicy, butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, or even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. This offer won't last long. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to OmahaSteaks.com and use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit OmahaSteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. This is Rocky Mosall with International Star Registry. Over the past 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities, dignitaries, and individuals worldwide. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star and give the ultimate Christmas gift. The star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333 to give the brightest gift. That's 800-282-3333. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Just out of curiosity, I know that some uh, mainstream news outlets have covered the story, like in print, things mm -hmm. like that online. I don't know if you've seen it, whether it's CNN, ABC, you know, CBS, whatever, that the 170 people with ties to Jeffrey Epstein, um, that all those court documents are going to be unsealed. On January first, have you seen this cover? Oh, happy New Year! Yeah, not not as breathlessly. I mean, it is kind of shocking to me because this is a big deal. This is a very well or was a very well connected multi billionaire who was you know in prison or headed to prison over sex trafficking allegations. The person that he worked with closely is in prison because of the sex trafficking allegations, and yet we don't know who the clients were. The clients are criminals, too. Yes. And there's a stunning lack of curiosity on the part of mainstream media to look into this. And, and you got to wonder why. Is it because they know some of their bosses are actually maybe mm. going to be named? I'm not sure. Well, Daily Wire talked with Marsha Blackburn, senator from Tennessee, who, if you remember, she was the one that was saying, hey, we need this information. 
And Dick Durbin said, uh, you never say anything to me about it. That was just an outright lie. But here's part of what she said in the interview with Daily Wire. In Jelaine Maxwell's trial, these flight records that were released were heavily redacted. And we were not able to obtain the information that was needed. We fully believe that the Epstein records, the video surveillance from his homes, the flight logs, all of that is in the possession of the FBI and DOJ and getting that released so that we can get justice for these victims. It's an important thing to do. Can you argue with that? No. Nope. Uh, no. Oh, and then they asked her, what about this thing with Dick Durbin? Oh, when he said that you never brought it up. In committee, when I had sought recognition, which he gave me, and I laid out what I wanted to do with my subpoenas, I, of course, talked about Jeffrey Epstein. And then when I finished my comments, he said he would not have called on me if he knew what I was seeking recognition for. So I find it very curious that either he was wasn't listening to me he wasn't paying attention or he was trying to ignore me yeah it's like well if i'd have known it was about that i would have called on you <laughs> right why 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 is that dick but anyway she said she's not giving up on it i am not giving up I am still on this, and as I've said many times, Dick Durbin is, he can come to my office, we can discuss how to go forward, but these victims, women that were trafficked by him, women that were recruited and groomed by Jelaine Maxwell, and then put in Jeffrey Epstein's orbit, these women need justice. Sure. Why are you getting in the way of justice, Dick? You know, I that's know, a really know, good question. I don't know anything about it. I, uh, David, I've been waiting around because I, I didn't want to read the story without you telling it. You're telling me that Harvard has invented a new word for plagiarism? Yeah, so, of course, there's been a lot of controversy with the Harvard president, uh, Claudine Gay, and her, not only because of the inability to just say that calling for the deaths of the Jews was a violation of campus, you know, protocol and, and, and guidelines. Mm-hmm. But also then it came out that she has a long history of what many people would call plagiarism. Now, I'm not a I'm not one of these like big, fancy Harvard intellectuals, obviously. But boy, it looks like if you're ripping off somebody's work word for word, that's plagiarism. Yes. But they've said, well, you know, hey, there were, you know, she just didn't cite her sources correctly. And we're not going to hold her accountable for any of that. Uh, Harvard now has discovered two more examples of what I would call plagiarism, but they call insufficient citations. <laughs> but here is the actual phrase that pays here. They've discovered, discovered quote, duplicative language without appropriate attribution. <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible, isn't it? <laughs> Can you say it again? Yes. Uh, duplicative language without appropriate attribution. It's so good, man. It's so good. That's so good. And it would be hateful now to say plagiarism. Yes. Yes. They might even say it's racist. Uh, Yeah, they have said it's racist. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Well, yeah. They're always a step ahead with the racist stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's a beautiful thing. Um, Yeah, it doesn't look like she's out of the woods yet on this thing. She ripped off her glasses for Melton John, too. (laughs) This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. 
I don't think Elton's happy with that comment. Have you seen him? Man. Oh, yeah. They're huge. Yes, they are. <laughs> biggest story today, David? Uh, biggest story of the day, I think, is the continuing fallout from uh, the Colorado Supreme Court's decision to take Donald Trump off of the ballot. Um, and you've seen a lot of people defending it. Liberals are defending it. Now, apparently, there's an official in Michigan saying, well, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, there's going to be a cascading effect. I think the Supreme Court needs to handle this quick, like as soon as possible. Yes. What, what do you call that from Colorado? Wussy language without appropriate attribution? <laughs> sure. I don't know. Why not? Figure out something. All right. News update and a round of What's Your Story coming up. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. I'm David Van Camp. There is Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley had to step out. Uh, no joke yet. Well, I don't know if he wants us to tell us. Oh, I think we could tell, right? I mean. Yeah, he had a filling fallout. Yeah, and that was yesterday. It fell out of his Yeah, his, so he had to have. It fell a, out. Yeah. And his tooth is damaged. And uh, mm-hmm. I told him, I said, it happened to me, and I waited too long because my gum got infected. Yeah, he got infected. So I told right. him, I said, man, you need to go take care of it now. So, so he anyway. may be back a little bit later, just, yeah, you know, sure. drugging like, wib, 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 you know, with the with the droopy lip. Yeah, but well, we may play a game. What is Jamie saying? Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Coming up, yeah. Of course, driving the news is, again, the Colorado Supreme Court kicking Donald Trump off of the ballot for 2024. Uh, this will likely wind up in the Supreme Court. Uh, and it's interesting to see Democrats either sort of saying, well, them's the breaks. We'll just have to wait and see what happens yep. or outright supporting it. Elise Slotkin from the state of Michigan. Uh, uh, she is a congresswoman from the state of Michigan. Uh, she was on with Wolf Blitzer on CNN talking about this. And, uh, well, apparently it makes sense, and maybe that should happen in the state of Michigan, huh? Joining us now, Representative Alyssa Slotkin, Democrat of Michigan and a key member of the House Armed Services Committee. Congresswoman, thanks so much for joining us. Do you believe Trump's conduct on January 6th disqualifies him from holding office? And w- would you be comfortable with a court, not voters, with a court making that decision? Well, I mean, I think I was fascinated by your last segment. I I didn't know that history, and this is why I do think it is in the hands of the courts, right? And Colorado obviously knew what they were doing when they put this case together. They're they're trying to push um, to to have this metered out in federal court, and now it will be. So I just, I I personally don't know the answer between the 14th Amendment and everything else that was just cited. So I think it makes sense. Frankly, in Colorado, we've got similar cases going on here in Michigan and other states to let the courts meter this out. Joining yeah, us. There you go. Let the courts just decide whether or not a president, uh, a, a, a formerly elected president, by the way, can run uh, for president again yeah. because he got us in the fields, Scott. Gosh, dang, man. I mean, this is reality. This is happening. Somebody who's been convicted of nothing and has never been tried yeah. for insurrection ever. And all of a sudden you're just deciding because, well, we think. This guy shouldn't be on the ballot. You can do it. Yeah. Wow. I mean, because that's really what the Colorado Supreme Court has decided in that 4-3 decision. Four of the judges decided, well, we think he meets the criteria as an insurrectionist. Now, I think maybe moving forward, if you want to try to have a silver lining, is that the Supreme Court 
may come out and hopefully it's unanimous they come out and say no 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 no. we're not going to play this game look you can have requirements as far as ballot access you know number of signatures etc every state has requirements like that but as far as uh, but but as far as those go, you have to have objective criteria, meaning if if you want us to define what the insurrection clause means, we can do it. But you can't just have a judgment call. I don't like that guy. I don't like how he handled himself after the 2020 election, and therefore we're not going to let him run. You know, we've talked about this before, and we talked about this really ever since Mar-a-Lago got raided, is that one of the goals from the left— has been to try to gin up support for Donald Trump in a primary because they see him as beatable. And I think when you're talking about a couple of cases here and there, maybe, maybe that works. But the left is overplaying their hand. And, and, and to be honest, I'm a little bit embarrassed that there haven't been more Republican states coming out and, and, and doing what the left has done. I know the lieutenant governor of Texas sort of said, well, yeah, maybe we could try to remove Joe Biden from the ballot because of the, you know, 8 to 10 million people who've come across the border illegally or under extremely specious asylum claims, maybe we could keep him off the ballot for that. I know he's mentioned it, but like in, in, in the state of California, the lieutenant governor there has written a formal letter to the secretary of state saying, hey, man, maybe we should do this, too. Like Republicans, uh, uh, stop laying down on this stuff. OK, you I got agree. to grow a pair and just start playing the game back. And and this well, this is ahead. insanity. Where does it stop? It, I mean, seriously, where does it stop? It's not going to. I mean, Michigan's going to try to do it too. You know yeah. that. Oh yeah, and I, I think a lot of other states are going to try try to do it as well. And uh, to me, this this has all the hallmarks of a trial run. Basically, let's wait to see what the federal court system says about this, and then try to you know reverse engineer how we can keep them off the ballot. They're not going to stop with this case. No, which oh, is. No. Which to me is one of the reasons why I really hope the Supreme Court comes out in a 9-0 decision and says, no, we are not playing this game. Well, 9-0 probably is not going to happen. Probably not because, because yeah. Katenji, well, you've seen her. <laughs> I mean, yeah. in the words of Joe Biden, I mean, yeah. she's, she's going to vote for the radical liberalism and. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, one can dream. One maybe can the hope. wise Latina as well for you know, yeah, for the good mm -hmm. of the uh, of the country. Yes. Uh, so uh, weighing in on this as well is Trump's former Attorney General Bill Barr, um, and I, it is funny because he's not a fan of Donald Trump. Uh, no, especially not after the way everything post twenty twenty went down. Uh, Bill Barr's written a book about all this. I mean, I I don't know. I there are times I disagree with Bill Barr. And there are times where I can see where he's coming from. He does kind of just seem like a guy who's going, he has nothing to gain or lose at this point. Nope. And he's just going to sort of call it like he sees it. You can disagree or agree, whatever. Uh, and I, I thought this was kind of funny. He was on CNN talking about this. As you know, I, I strongly oppose Donald Trump for the Republican nomination. But uh, I think that this case is, is legally wrong and untenable. Uh, and I think this kind of action of stretching the law, taking these hyper-aggressive positions to try to uh, knock Trump out of the race uh, are counterproductive. They backfire. As you know, uh, he, he uh, feeds on grievance, just like a fire feeds on oxygen. And yeah. this is going to end up as a grievance that helps him. Yeah, I think so. The, the question, again, will be what's next? What will liberals do next? 
because uh, if he winds up getting, and I, I, I believe he will, not on the January 6th stuff, but I think on the uh, uh, classified documents, there's a really good chance he gets uh, found guilty, convicted on those on at least one of the charges against him in that case. What happens when a state says, well, you don't have ballot access if you are a convicted felon? And then that gets into a thornier constitutional issue. I mean, uh, many, I mean, most legal scholars who aren't radical leftists will say, well, that really doesn't, that, that the presidency is an entirely different ballgame when it comes to accessing the ballot. But you know they're going to try everything in their power to, to not only just beat him in an election. I would expect anybody to do that. I would expect anybody running against him, whether it's in a Republican primary or in a Democrat primary, to do everything on the ground to try to, try to win that election. But they are going to try their best to rig it in any way they possibly can. And so, I mean, this fight is not over, regardless of what the Supreme Court says about this particular case. I mean, this fight is far, far from over. I agree with uh, with Bill Barr in that we talked about this yesterday is that, uh, you know, Donald Trump's poll numbers are probably going to go up now. There's oh, another definitely. there's there's another theory out there. They know they got no chance of this happening. The Supreme Court will not stand for it. It'll get thrown mm-hmm. out. They already know that, but they'll do it anyway to make sure that Trump gets the nomination because they feel like yeah. uh, he, he, he's he's beatable. Yeah, they want him in there. In yeah. other words. Now, yeah. see, that's a weird thing. I don't think they do. I think they're trying to keep him out. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, but I, I see both sides of this argument because I've heard both now. Yeah, that, that, that's what I was getting at a little bit earlier. That, but I, I, that's where that's why I say though there is a there yeah. is a point where you overplay your hand though. Oh, you, you're right. Yeah. When when everybody realizes, okay, you guys are using the legal system to try to yeah. just make sure you don't even have to compete against this guy. Right. That's not okay. And Democrats have done this for years. Remember, I think it was uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, Democrats were successful in getting, was it the Green Party? There was another, like, third party, doesn't have a snowball's chance in hell of winning party that they successfully got removed from the ballot because they said, well, it didn't meet uh, the criteria and all of that. I mean, that again, they've been doing this for years, getting people who stand to uh, kneecap their chances of winning an election out of that race. They've just never done it for president yet. Or, well, they've never done it with a major presidential party, right. I should say. Right. Um, and that's why, I mean, Republicans, you guys, you got to start fighting fire with fire. Sorry. That, well, they're, they're, they're scared of RFK Jr. right now, too. They're freaking out. Oh, yeah. They're, they're going mean, to. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And you haven't even heard about this guy for a while. No, no, you haven't. No. no did, did you see um, the PolitiFact, I think it was, lie of the year was given to uh, RFK Jr.? No, what did he lie about? Like, well, they're they're saying he is spreading conspiracy theories about vaccines and all of that, and you know some of some of it, in my opinion, at least they they've got right. But the lie of the year, really? Yeah, Joe Biden <laughs> lies constantly about things as stupid as a house fire. I mean, his little minor kitchen fire turned into my wife almost died. Raging inferno. Yeah. So, yeah. No. Anyway, well, our, and you also had. Mayorkas telling us the border's secure. Right. And oh, yeah, that's a pretty lie. big one as well. That's yeah. not the lie of the year. I don't know what it is. Yeah. All right. It is time for uh, What's Your Story? That's what we do every day around this time. A uh, little bit running a little bit behind today uh, where we go around the table and maybe it's not the biggest story, 
of the day, but you wanted to share it with the class. Scott, what's your story today? Well, Joe Biden uh, yesterday said Trump posed as many threats to our country, the right to choose civil rights, voting rights, and America's standing in the world. But the greatest threat he poses is to our democracy. If we lose, we lose everything. Yes, Mr. President, the greatest threat to democracy is the person that's leading you in the current polls. Got it. Yeah, the greatest threat to democracy is the one that your party is trying to keep off the ballot. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, this is, man, I'm telling you, it, it is a very organized now. Their message is simple. That guy sucks. He's a threat to democracy. Yeah. Not, here's what our guy did. Oh, we're yeah. not talking about anything there. I mean, they'll throw Bidenomics out there when we all laugh. Yeah, That's right. a non-starter, right? Yeah. But this is what they're going to do. They're going to tell you. This is how they're going to hammer it home. This guy is so dangerous that our democracy hangs by a thread. Mm-hmm. And your civil rights and your uh, reproductive rights and your blah, blah, blah rights. And blah. So on and on it goes, right? You're, He's going to take them all the way. Yeah. And that's how they'll scare you into voting for Sleepy. All right. It's uh, What's Your Story, uh, where we go around and uh, talk about a story that caught our eye. It may not be the biggest story of the day, but you wanted to share it. Uh, I'm going to lighten things up a little bit here, okay? Oh, please do. Okay. I, 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 I've seen this before, and it came across my desk again, and uh, I hope it puts a smile on your face. Of course, Christmas being only a few days away. Um, there is a music mashup <laughs> of Feliz Navidad and Van Halen ain't talking about love. And I just want to play a little bit of it for you. I've, I've whittled this down to about 45 seconds. We can stop at any time you want, but maybe this will put a smile on your face and, and, and hopefully put you in a, in a little bit of a better mood. Here we go. There you go. That See, that's a Christmas song I think we can all love. Although I, I will say part of the double joy here is our producer, Andres. He told yep. me earlier this week he hates the song Feliz Navidad. He's not alone, oh. <laughs> but a lot of other folks do. And so I like that. I just saw him pop onto our screen and give me a death stare just for having the music there. So yeah, he's not a fan. There's the there's the 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 the, the double joy uh, right there. All right. Uh, we got a lot more to get to uh, coming up. We have a news update, and also New York state officials want to force Chick-fil-A to be open on Sundays. This this is absurdity. All right, we'll get to that much more. This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show.
Thanks to Total Wine, you saved more on all the gifts for the ones you adore. Wines and beers all nestled on shelves. Got some advice from our helpful elves. Oh, so, so many gifts to explore when you go, go to Total Wine and more. Bottles so delightful, whoa, whoa, whoa. Price so amazingly low, low, low. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and more. Drink responsibly, B21. The holidays are here. Let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gifting. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Go to OmahaSteaks.com and save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout, get an additional $30 off your order. Send tender, juicy, butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, or even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. This offer won't last long. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to OmahaSteaks.com and use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit OmahaSteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. This is Rocky Mosel with International Star Registry. Over the past 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities, dignitaries, and individuals worldwide. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star and give the ultimate Christmas gift. The star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333 to give the brightest gift. That's 800-282-3333. Show. I'm David Van Camp. There is Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley is on special assignment. Uh, migrant encounters at the southern border have already surged past the 200,000 mark for this month. Holy cow! An average of well over 10,000 encounters a day. Still got more than a week Holy. to go until January. Man, I mean, why can't we as a nation? All come together on this and say enough, enough. Well, nobody's anti-immigration. Nobody's being a racist. We can't handle this. We can't. Where it's going to break us. Yeah, it is. And in a lot of ways, I think it already has. You know, the the interesting thing about what you said there, Scott, is that most people, especially if you are living in an area that is directly affected by this crisis, which now extends well beyond border states. Um, most people do agree this is a problem. Yeah. I mean, why do you think you had uh, Senator Cucumber, John Fetterman, out there saying, well, yeah, I think it's reasonable to talk about this when you got the population of Pittsburgh showing up yes. uh, at the southern border every month? Like, that, that, that's obviously a problem. Uh, most people do actually agree on this. The problem to me is that you got a lot of people who are either, you know, living in gated communities they like what is happening because they want to fundamentally change the country. 
uh, or they just want to keep campaigning on uh, anyone who objects to it as a racist. I mean, really, there's always a cynical ploy or sheer ignorance at play for the people who are abhor or just horrified, I mean, by, by what's happening at the southern border. Yeah. But if when people understand the reality on the ground, uh, they change their mind really, really quickly uh, for the most part. Uh, I mentioned this. New York state lawmakers are hoping to compel businesses through government force to stay open seven days a week, even if they don't wish to do so. Of course, this is targeting uh, Chick-fil-A. Uh, this is the uh, uh, the Rest Stop Restaurant Act, and it would force any businesses along the New York state thruway to stay open every day of the week to accommodate travelers. And Chick-fil-A has a few locations on this. Uh, and they say, well, it's for the public good, right? It's a, Sunday is a oh. busy travel day, and people want their, their chicken nuggets. Shut up. Apparently, the, it's not really going to go anywhere because Chick-fil-A already has like a 33-year-long contract with them staying right. open. So, uh, whoops. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm David Van Camp. There is Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley had to go. Well, he's got a man digging in his mouth right now. Well, that sounds weird. Yeah, well, he... It, well, he lost a tooth. Or, well, he lost a filling out of a tooth. Yeah, but it sounds funnier the way I said it. Well, it does sound funnier, but it leaves me uh, all kinds of questions in my brain <laughs> that I thought perhaps we should answer. Right, okay. That's well, all. that's all right. That's all right. Uh, the Lieutenant Governor of California has sent a letter to the state Secretary of State saying they need to look seriously at removing Trump from the ballot there following Colorado's decision. The dominoes are falling now. I mean, this is oh, going yeah. to be the full court press, regardless of what the Supreme Court says, uh, to try to figure out every possible legal mechanism to make sure that they don't even have to compete with Donald Trump next year. Right. This is uh, Eleni uh, Kunalakis. Yeah, nice. I said that right. Good job. Um, who cares? She's a communist. I don't need to pronounce her name right. Uh, she uh, explained her position on CNN, and get a load of this. This is all about our system of rule of law, and we have never remotely had anyone running for president or be a frontrunner for president who could come close to be considered an insurrectionist. But we all know what happened uh, back on uh, that terrible day when the Capitol was overrun. And, and, I, and I really think it's also important to note that in the history of our country, we have never had a former president indicted for anything. But Donald Trump has been indicted four times on 91 felony counts. This is a highly unusual situation. Uh, and for the courts and the court in Colorado to make a determination that he meets the threshold as an insurrectionist, uh, we absolutely have to consider that in determining whether or not he's qualified to be on the ballot in California. So being charged with a crime, and none of those crimes involve insurrection, by the way, means you're guilty and you aren't eligible to run for president. That's right. Hmm. I, I will say this, actually, uh, quick fact check on that. She said, you know, like, we've never had a president 
uh, running, who's been under indictment and all of that. Well, I mean, Joe Exotic, the Tiger King guy, he got sent to prison. I'll just say he did run for president. Oh, well, that's true. He did have a campaign, didn't he? Yeah. So, no, but uh, but seriously, I mean, this is this is how this is going to move forward, right? They're gonna the, the folks in Colorado know that the Supreme Court, whether it's nine zero, whether it's seven two, I tend to think it'll probably be seven two uh, with Sotomayor and Katanji Brown Jackson, uh, or as the president calls her, Katanji Brown. You saw her. Um, I think they'll probably vote uh, in opposition to overturning this. Um, but what what all of these folks are actually seeing at various state levels, whether it's Colorado, New York, California, Oregon, Washington, et cetera, they really want to see what the court actually says so that then that can be used as a framework for whatever is next to make sure Trump does not appear on the ballot. Right. That's the play here. It's essentially, you know, it, it, it's 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 basically just wanting to see what your opponent has in his hand. Um, and I, 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 that's where this goes. I don't know what the Supreme Court ultimately will say. Don't uh, kick, come on, man. You know, don't you? What? They're going to kick this thing to the curb. Oh, almost certainly they will. I don't know how what they will say in the ruling is what I mean. Oh, okay. Because right, that'll you. provide the roadmap for what well, uh, the radical this, left can and cannot do. Look, man, this can't be allowed to go on because we're going to have a court system that's going to elect people. Well. Or or deem them, uh, you know, uh, non, uh, non-compliance, non-invasion, yeah. whatever it is. Well, they'll kick them out. Well, we're going to have a presidential election where all 50 states don't agree on who's actually running for president. No. And and I mean, technically, you can make the argument that system already exists because in some states, ballot requirements are or for ba- requirements for ballot access are different than others. It's why Kanye okay. West didn't show up on the ballot right. in all fifty states. I think he showed up in right. one or right. maybe two. Um, uh, he did well right. <laughs> for for what it was worth. Sure, right, there you go. So yeah. so yeah, technically speaking, your presidential ballot in Oregon may not look the same as the presidential options in Texas or in Florida or anywhere else. That already exists. But for a major political party, on. one that does actually meet typical standards to get on a ballot, we have never had a situation where you could you could be looking at where nobody agrees on who's even running for president. And then and- what happens Election Day? Colorado Republicans, I would suggest you getting together and writing him in. Uh, that that won't matter if he's not eligible. Uh, he wouldn't. What what the what the Colorado GOP said uh, they will do is that they will cancel the actual primary part of it if he's not allowed on the ballot, and then they'll go to a caucus. Um, because that would not be that's not, not doesn't meet the same threshold as having an actual state administered election. So they, they'd go to a caucus system, and then they'd take the results of that to the convention next summer. Man, <laughs> we live in strange days, man. Yeah. We live in strange days. And, and it's Holy all because smokes. a bunch of MSNBC wine moms and, you know, their husband's boyfriends get all mad about Donald Trump. And it's, it's really, it, it's shocking it is, to it's me. It's remarkable. It's remarkable. I've, I mean, it's almost as if, and again, this... Sounds inflammatory every time I say it. I don't mean it necessarily to sound that way. But keep keep going down this road, and you're going to have another civil war on your hands. 
But yeah, I mean, I I mentioned it yesterday. I mean, keep I, going down this road because it's going to happen. I, I think there is um, there there is a hope from some on the left that some nut job has had enough and is going to do something really bad, and they will use that to crack down on everybody who supports Donald Trump. We've already seen it. The template is there with the uh, uh, the Capitol riot in 2021 we've seen what happened after that uh they they will use it so i mean i i saw um one of a, a, a another talk radio guy jesse kelly had pointed out uh something that i think is really important okay on your patriot facebook group the guy who's telling you to go like get armed and go do stuff that's a fed be smart okay yeah no be be smart don't yeah. let your emotions ruin your life no i, I think that's really good advice um, and, and you, you just need to realize that this is going to work its way out. Okay. The moment somebody does something crazy is the moment where everybody is at risk. And well, when you get to the point care. where my vote doesn't matter at all, cause it's going to be decided in the courts. Yeah. Or I don't get to vote for a person who is running. I can't even write him in. I can't do any of these things. You got problems, man. Yeah. You got big problems. The big picture here, this is a big problem. I realize you hate Donald Trump. I get it. Okay? You hate him. It's a burning within you. About You wake up thinking about him. You go to bed at night thinking about him. You dream about how much you hate him. The whole thing, I get it. I hear from some of you. Right? Not often, and I don't usually respond anymore. I'm just done. But it's just one of those things where it's like, I can't wrap my head around the hatred the mass hatred. I mean, absolutely red-hot hatred they have for this guy. Mm. They'll do whatever. I mean, Joy Behar said it yesterday on The View. Hey, we got to get this guy off the ballot legally because, I mean, he can't he can't win again. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy, but you're saying it now because that's exactly what's going on. Yeah. Gosh dang, man. Meanwhile, other, other news out there. Um, millions of Americans who uh, owe on student loan debt yeah. Uh, still not paying their bills after a three-year payment hiatus ended this fall. Well. So the payments <laughs> were supposed to be restarted at the beginning of October uh, after Biden declined to extend the pandemic-era pause that was uh, begun under President Trump. Forty uh, percent of the 22 million borrowers who had bills due failed to make a payment as of mid-November. Yeah. This was published, uh, a report published by the Department of Education. That means about nine million Americans who have payments due are not making them. Uh, this figure does not include borrowers who are still in school or who have recently left and don't yet owe payments or whose payment deadlines were extended due to loan servicing errors. And I, I think there are a few different aspects here uh, to, to, to look at and consider. Because I, I, I think there is certainly a number of these people who are just saying, I'm not paying it. And Joe Biden's going to bail me out at some point. Or somebody else will later. Uh, so what are you going to do about it? Not going to pay. Uh, the other thing is, uh, if you were paying attention to this, maybe your kid, maybe you owe or a spouse owes uh, money on student loans. Uh, major servicers of these loans, the people who actually accept payment and all of that, got out of Dodge a while ago. They, they completely dumped all of it because they were like, we don't know when we're ever going to get our money back. And Biden's talking about canceling all the student loan debt, so there's no point in us helping to service uh, these loans and manage these payments. It's just a dead weight around our neck. 
And so there has been a little bit of, uh, you know, musical chairs going on with the people who are actually managing the loans. And a lot of people don't even know who they're supposed to be paying right now. Right. Uh, so that's a problem as well. Some people may not even know that the hiatus is over. And because of the musical chairs with loan servicers, they haven't or they've been ignoring notices because it's like, well, I got my my loan through, you know, Fed loan is the person I've been paying for years. And so what's this other company coming up? Um, the other thing and I've just, this is just anecdotal. I know a few people who are uh, who owe money uh, because of student debt. Yeah. Uh, and a, a, a one person in particular who's about to get all of it forgiven through the public service loan forgiveness thing. It's like if you're in education, government, uh, after a certain amount of time, this was a pre-existing program, you could get it discharged eventually, the remaining balance. Well, this person uh, technically is eligible for it, but nobody knows what's going on. And that includes at the loan servicers, that includes the federal government, that includes the universities. Nobody knows what is going on and how you're supposed to be repaying this stuff. So there may be some people who are not paying because they don't actually know who they're supposed to be paying right now. Well, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something right now, though. While I'm okay with what you just said, I will say if I know who I'm supposed to be paying, if I can fall back on I don't know how I'm supposed to be I didn't know. Bro. Yeah. You know, is that going to pay it? Oh, yeah. Or are they going to repossess your master's degree? Yeah. Well, well they can't. Right. Well, I, you know, I, I don't want to give the impression that I'm okay with any of this. No, this no, is, I know, I know, this is an absolute travesty, it, it um, is. and is a disaster of Biden's making because nobody knows what's going on because they took this throw everything against the wall and see what sticks approach, and so even the people who've been uh, processing and handling loans for years have no idea what they're supposed to be doing, have no idea what's coming up next because it's pure chaos. Golly. I mean, it's so typical, though, isn't it? Yeah. and uh, I mean, it really is. It's typical of this idiotic administration that this is so convoluted and bizarro world Yeah, and that nobody knows anything. And in the end, it's our tax dollars on the line. Yeah, who cares? Whatever. Yeah. Who yeah. cares? It's only taxpayer dollars, That's right? all. That's yeah, all whatever. it is. Bah, who cares? Gosh dang it. All right. We got more news to get to uh, today. Uh, a, a surprising uh, figure came to the defense of Donald Trump with the whole removing him from the ballot thing. We'll get to that and much more coming up. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Holiday message from Jackson Hewitt. Twas the yikes before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring except Larry. See, the stockings weren't hung by the chimney with care because Larry's wallet was empty with no time to spare. So he went to Jackson Hewitt for a holiday loan, got money so fast, he rejoiced and went home. Avoid the yikes before Christmas. Go to Jackson Hewitt before it's too late. Get up to a thousand bucks fast minus the weight. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. 
the holidays are here. Let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gifting. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Go to OmahaSteaks.com and save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout, get an additional $30 off your order. Send tender, juicy, butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, or even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. This offer won't last long. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away, so shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to OmahaSteaks.com and use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that'll be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit OmahaSteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. This is Rocky Mosall with International Star Registry. Over the past 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities, dignitaries, and individuals worldwide. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star and give the ultimate Christmas gift. The star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333 to give the brightest gift. That's 800-282-3333. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. I'm David Van Camp. There is Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley is out. He's got a guy digging around in his mouth because he lost the filling. And he lost it. Dropped right in the, just dropped right out of his mouth yesterday. Yeah, it was really weird. Not really sure what happened. Uh, did, maybe he had like a magnet hanging above him. I'm not really sure. Yeah, how I think works. he was chomping down on one of those uh, health bars he eats. Oh, yeah. They're like, like brick bats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got, <laughs> he's got he was, something a little more doughy in here. Extra you know. caramel. Yeah, nobody concrete. ever broke their. Nobody ever bro- had a filling pop out because of a donut. Well, that's true. That is absolutely true. They got fillings because of donuts, right? But they never but lost the, a filling because of those donuts. things he eats are like tree bark, man. They're really hard and they're just, jeez. Well, lesson learned, I guess. Yeah. Uh, of course, we know now the Colorado Supreme Court has said Trump is ineligible to be on the ballot. This will wind up probably at the Supreme Court of the United States fairly soon. Uh, CNN viewers may have been shocked to find out that a legal analyst on their network agrees that this is a terrible decision for many Uh-oh. reasons. Uh-oh. I know. This is Ellie Honig explaining why the Supreme Court will probably, almost assuredly, overturn this decision. We have a serious due process problem here because the 14th Amendment itself says that Congress, in Section 5, Congress has to pass laws that tell us how this works. Who gets to decide who engaged in insurrection? Is it a court? Is it Congress? Is it a jury? Is it a judge? The only law that's still on the books, as Bob said, that Congress has ever passed is the criminal law, criminalizing insurrection, which specifically says if a person's charged and convicted with this, he's disqualified. That has not happened here. Instead, Colorado tried to sort of take this state-level proceeding that's not really made for this type of insurrection determination and force a square peg into a round hole. And I think that violates Donald Trump's due process rights. And I think the U.S. Supreme Court's going to reverse because of that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the appropriate analogy really is uh, what, what, the Texas, uh, what the Texas lieutenant governor said about Joe Biden. Hey, you know, this guy has allowed several million people to just cross into the border. Let's call that an insurrection. Yeah. Why if you not? Don't, 
if you can't define what an ex, if you can't objectively define what an insurrection is, and I mean in the legal sense, mm-hmm. that somebody led it and did it, if you cannot demonstrate that, then you cannot punish somebody for doing it just because you say they did. Right. I mean, it's it, it's really no more complicated than that. It's just your feelings don't don't really matter that much. You have to be able to demonstrate that this person did something that was disqualifying. Uh, meanwhile, uh, you know, the, the Harvard is in a world of trouble right now, and I'm loving every moment of this because too many Harvard graduates have completely wrecked this country. Um, and so the president, Claudine Gay, uh, was first under fire because she couldn't say that calling for the death of the Jews was a violation of the code of conduct at Harvard. That was mm-hmm. pretty surprising, wasn't it? Uh, but then also there are multiple plagiarism allegations uh, happening right now uh, underway. And what what did they call it? Uh, I'm going to try to find this on, I don't on know, the because fly because you here. were talking about this earlier. Yeah. And they, they've they, redefined what it is. Yeah, they, they call it duplicative language without appropriate attribution. Crazy. That's, so That's the new phrase. All right. Well, uh, and so they, they've announced this, and it's not plagiarism. I mean, this whole thing is going back and forth to me. Uh, I think one happy uh, or one thing that makes me happy in the news is that uh, another billionaire donor, Lynn Blavatnik, uh, is pausing donations for the time being. You know, mess around and find out, as they say. This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin show. Yeah, $270 million Gosh, his family foundation has given to Harvard, and they're they're pausing the donations for right now. Yeah, I, don't, well. I don't know how in good conscience you could continue to support that institution right now. No, well, I I don't know either. <laughs> of course, I, I, mean, I, I didn't know that from the beginning, you know, for, for a long time. I mean, Harvard's kind of been a joke to me. Um, and a lot of it is because some of the most insufferable people say, you know, they make a point of saying, I'm a Harvard graduate. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I like get $270 million to give to a college. I want good seats for a good basketball program. Right. Yeah. <laughs> News update on the way. This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. show i'm david van camp there's scott robbins jamie markley is out he's got a guy's fingers in his mouth um <laughs> no he had to get a he had to get a filling replaced the filling yeah. fell out yesterday after the show so he may or may not be back today we don't know yeah uh scott hit him too hard yesterday it got yeah, ugly right. really yeah. quick because he eats bark if he would well, stop eating bark this wouldn't happen right exactly mm-hmm. i love this story okay We don't have to spend a lot of time on it, but I love the story. Yep. The United Federation of Teachers filed a lawsuit against the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, because they are trying to block his slashing of education funding. Now, Eric Adams is slashing education funding because he has to, by law, balance the city's budget. And... He's saying the migrant surge is going to cost them $11 billion. So now the lefties in the teachers union are saying, well, you can't cut our funding. And to me, I'm just like, 
Y'all voted for this. I mean, the, the teachers union supported overwhelmingly Joe Biden. Joe Biden's border crisis has now, well, arrived in your at your doorstep. Welcome to the party, pal. Yep. This is what these evil racist Republicans were warning you about. And by the way, if you have to start spending more money in, the, in New York City's case, billions of dollars more, taking care of people who shouldn't even be in the country, then other services are going to have to get cut, too. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But they filed a, 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 a state level lawsuit uh, saying that, well, I mean, the the idea that uh, this will cost eleven billion dollars over the next two years. That's an unverified estimate. Come on. Okay, well. UFT President uh, Michael Mulgrew said, quote, the administration can't go around touting the tourism recovery and the return of the city's pre-pandemic jobs and then create a fiscal crisis and cut education because of its own mismanagement of the asylum seeker problem. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that Eric Adams has managed all of this very well, but how do you manage it? But it's not free. Right. I mean, there's... I mean, the federal government, he's been bitching about the federal government not helping out for a long time now. Yeah. That they've had to shoulder this thing on their own. What do you want him to do? Yeah, you got to talk to Joe Biden about this. Yeah. Frankly. And besides that, with the immigrants that are there, the other complaint is they have children, and those children need to go to school. We're not set up for that. Yeah. Where do you think that's going to come from? Right. These people, I'm, I'm so sick to death of this. Their own, the people they vote for, the policies they enact— when they enact them for exactly what they voted for, then they're pissed. Yeah. And there's more on the way, by the way, because we've already crossed the 200,000 mark this month. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, and based on the fact that you're getting uh, over 10,000 a day coming across, we will probably beat the uh, the single month record again. So all these oh, people who have been complaining about border states, you know, about Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, California. Oh, you guys are just whining. You're racist. Right. If you say that you want to curtail this in any way, shape, or form. But now that it's come home to your neighborhood, now suddenly it's, well, you can't take money away from us. How the hell do you think that people in, uh, that, that city leaders elsewhere in the country have been dealing with it? Yes. You don't think that they've had to cut services in order to make room? I, <laughs> of, of course they have. Right. Of course they have. They're, they're, what do you want them to do? Unless you're like Gavin Newsom, you just tax people more. Right, and then more people you know. leave, and, and then, then you have another. Their tax base shrinks, and you need to get more from the people that are still there. Sure, on right. and on it goes. And it's a death spiral of a once-great city, once-great state. You know, and I'm, I, I mean, I, I'm, I try to muster some sense of sympathy for some of these idiot mayors. But then I think you ran on this, you jackass. Yeah, no. You ran on it. No, I, I I can have some level of sympathy a little bit for maybe yeah. on good days. <laughs> I can have some sympathy uh, for individual voters uh, who maybe yeah. just didn't really think a lot about politics and just said, okay, there's a D next to that guy's name. I'll, I'll, I'll vote, vote for him, him. whatever. Yeah. I, I, I can muster, if I try really hard, I can muster a little bit of sympathy for that person. And certainly I have a lot of sympathy for the people who didn't. Buy into the left-wing propaganda and are still suffering as a result of it, of left-wing policies. I can have sympathy for that person. But as far as the leadership, no, hell no. Go to hell. By the way, and when was the last time we got an update on the border from our border czar? 
Oh, I don't know. Uh, Kamala if Harris. If you remember, was, Kamala Harris is the one that was supposed to solve all this, right? Well, well we might have actually had an update. Now that I think about it, I, uh, maybe I'm just putting two and two together here. But um, she did make a big deal yesterday about uh, they want to send an international astronaut to the moon. Okay. You hear about that? And, and no. I, I took that to mean that they would, you know, partner with maybe somebody from Japan, maybe Canada, yeah, uh, maybe somewhere from Europe, you know, maybe China. I don't know. But now I'm thinking maybe maybe this is going to be like a refugee resettlement program to the moon. How about that? Asylum seekers in the moon. <laughs> maybe that's the actual plan. Okay. No, no, no. The... the the uh, mayor of the moon has said, we're a sanctuary planet. <laughs> we're a sanctuary satellite, sir. The, yes. Right. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like two years later, they're going to be, the moon men are going to be pissed. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> what do you want us to do? Right. We're, we're, we're running out of space here, okay? We it's don't a speak tiny our little... language in bips and blops and what? No. <laughs> we, we don't have enough room in our craters for all these no, people, man. man what do you want us to do? <laughs> yeah, can't right. build new ones. Uh, the Colorado Supreme Court, of course, has said Trump is not eligible to be on the ballot in 2024. Uh, Trump's former attorney general, Bill Barr, not exactly a fan of Donald Trump these days. No, no. Uh, but he was reacting to this on uh, CNN, uh, just saying th this is absolutely absurd. Because anyone who doesn't just who hasn't been completely taken over by Trump derangement syndrome understands what yeah. this is really all about and understands how crazy this entire effort is. Here's Bill Barr, though. The core problem here is the denial of due process. Uh, in, to deprive somebody of the right to hold public office requires due process. It requires an adjudication of two core issues. One, was there an insurrection? Uh, did the public disturbance rise to the level of an insurrection? And, and second, what was the role of the, of the individual in there? Was it engagement? Did they do something to break their oath of office? Those are, those are complicated facts, and this was denied due process. Uh, it was a five-day hearing. Uh, there was no jury. It was before the judge. Uh, they, they were not able to subpoena witnesses and compel the attendance of, of witnesses. They relied on, uh, you know, the hearings, the January 6th committee hearings, which is mostly hearsay. There's no, there was no right to cross-examine during those hearings and so forth. So all the, as, as the dissent said, and by the way, the, the three Democratic ju uh, justices who dissented, their opinions, I think, are masterful. And as they pointed out, they said, you know, the process here was a procedural Frankenstein. Procedural Frankenstein, yeah. That, and, and, and that's true. It, it was. I mean, this idea that a gut feeling that we think it was an insurrection and therefore and that he led an insurrection means we can kick him out of the ballot. It's a judgment call. It's not an objective decision based on the facts and based on any sort of ruling in any other court of law. Which is what the court of law does. It does yeah, which, yeah, which is hopefully what it you would rules have. based on facts. Right. Right. Exactly. Uh, so, I mean, I, I am glad to hear that even some people who hate Donald Trump are out there going, this is this is ludicrous. Yes, yeah, it is. Okay, interesting. We're not going to do this. There have been a few. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, there have been a lot more MSNBC wine moms out there who are well, yeah. ecstatic about this. But, you know, they're you knew that was going to happen regardless.
Dick Durbin hasn't heard anything about it. He has no comment right now. He doesn't know. He doesn't even know. Dick Durbin's what? like, what? I don't know. Huh? That happened? What? what? I don't, when? <laughs> when? Okay. Uh, this is bizarre. Remember earlier in the week, we had the story about a Senate staffer. He was a guy who worked for Senator Ben Cardin, a Democrat, uh, who filmed himself in an intimate act with yeah. another guy. In a Senate hearing room, apparently yes. on Amy Klobuchar's desk, or where she sits, I guess I should say. Man, hose that down. I know, right? Somebody yeah. get somebody. Wow. Somebody get some Clorox wipes in there, okay? A bucket of sand in there. Yeah. <laughs> so that that guy wound up getting fired, uh, even though he said, "I'm being attacked for who I love." That's not oh, it. Oh God, it's, uh, I you know. know this. It really is something. I mean, no, you filmed yourself being a Thanksgiving turkey in a Senate hearing room. You know, that's, it, no, that, that's not about you being gay. Being attacked right? for who I love, please. Yeah. Well, apparently there's another uh, staffer that was investigated for filming a homemade porn video. No. Yeah. Really? Now, this was written up in a Semaphore. Uh, spokesman for... Representative Dan Newhouse, a Republican out of Washington, confirmed that reports of purported unbecoming behavior by a senior staffer in their office—excuse me, office—triggered an investigation last year. They said there was no conclusive evidence, although Semaphore has seen the videos. And in one case, there is a guy by himself going, as you put it, Scott. La 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 la. la. Yes. Like at a desk in the office. Oh, jeez. And then one of the videos, I mean, the, the desk at which the videographer performed also held a branded congressional mouse pad. Again, throw that out. Oh, gosh. It's just dang. not sanitary. Man. A screenshot of a second video shows two men being intimate with one another oh, in an office setting. Uh, the faces were not visible, though. Uh, in the material that was viewed by Semaphore. Really? Uh, a suspected participant was a member of Newhouse's office, but uh, that person, uh, they couldn't prove that it was that person, apparently. who That person no longer works with the office, though, went to find another job. I'm not sure what that other job was. I'll leave well, that to that, your imagination. That industry is hiring all the time, yes. I, do, I, I mean, you knew that... Washington D.C. and the goings-on in the Capitol were were ugly and untoward. A lot of times, I didn't think that the whole thing would be sticky, though. I mean, that's really no. I it's so I'm left with that impression now that you know. Can you wear a tie with a hazmat suit? Right. I mean, geez, man. Like that's it. It's just gross, man. And and put up the windows, air out the room. Golly, <laughs> let the stank out. Come on, wow, man. Wow, golly, man. what is. What is going on? I'm calling for a complete shutdown of congressional staffers until we can figure out what the hell is going on. Wow. But they, you know, they, I, mean, I think part of the article I read was, you know, it's it's not unheard of for office romances to occur in the high-pressure environment in Washington, D.C., and long hours and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I, I, I guess, but, man. Come, I, come it, on, man. I mean. High pressure. <laughs> think it, there's, I mean. Think this is going on in the corporate boardrooms of uh, Ford Motor Company or State Farm or anything like that? I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, 
I think drain the swamp, then hose it down. All right, oh, that's oh, what definitely we need hose to do. it down. Good. And it, uh, I wonder if they portray the actual people in Washington while they do this. <laughs> Mr. Rump, <laughs> what are you doing here? Mr. Smith goes to Washington, looks around, and heads back home. Golly. This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. Honey, come here, quick. What is it? All these highly rated wines are under $20. Total Wine must have made a mistake. <laughs> nope, they always have the lowest prices. Oh, remember that amazing rosé your sister brought over last week? See, it's right here. Whoa, that's a low price. I mean, whoa, that's a low price. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and more. Drink responsibly, B21. The holidays are here. Let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gifting. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Go to omahasteaks.com and save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout, get an additional $30 off your order. Send tender, juicy, butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, or even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. This offer won't last long. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to OmahaSteaks.com and use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit OmahaSteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. This is Rocky Mosall with International Star Registry. Over the past 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities, dignitaries, and individuals worldwide. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star and give the ultimate Christmas gift. The star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333 to give the brightest gift. That's 800-282-3333. Markley, Van Camp, and Robin Show. I'm David Van Camp. There is Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley uh, has a guy's fingers in his mouth right now. Getting I a... think I think they're out. I think he's on his way. Oh, okay. Back, Back to quick. the show. Yeah, I just got a note from him. He said he'll be here in a few minutes. Oh, yeah, I didn't check my phone. All right, yeah, so he'll be here in a few minutes. Yeah, the guy got in and out, huh? <laughs> All right, in news <laughs> right now. <laughs> Sometimes... I react slower than others because it sinks in. Yeah. Process, process, process. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Uh, man, did you see that uh, Rudy Giuliani is now filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy? Well, what choice does he have? He owes like a gazillion dollars to like 10,000 people. Yeah. yeah, over that defamation case. And I think they've, they're going after him again because um, he had accused them of uh, passing around some flash drive that turned out to be a, a box of mints. Uh, but he, he th- this was all part of the stolen election claim that Rudy right. Giuliani was 
was running around investigating on behalf of Donald Trump. Um, $148 million was the judgment against him. Uh, he is, again, declaring bankruptcy. Now, I again, I maybe there's a jurisdictional difference here, but when Alex Jones tried to get his payments discharged through uh, bankruptcy for the, you know, the after the Sandy Hook parents sued him. Right. Uh, the court said no. That's not something you can discharge through bankruptcy. But again, I where are you going to get the money? I mean, Rudy doesn't have I, I don't know. I you know what I would do if I seriously, if I were just for men or one of those other hair dye companies, I would. I would here's what happens when you don't use just for men and I show it running down the side yeah. of his face. Here's what happens with just for men and it would be a perfectly quaffed Right. Die job and Trump I mean, would I, be president still. That has to be part yes. of the commercial, <laughs> right? The story right, that you exactly. tell. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. See, the people I mean, would have believed you, you it. can't. One hundred thirty-five million dollars. I mean, even though the guy made a pile during his lifetime, right? I mean, it's gone. I mean, it's gone. Well, he he's he lived large. I mean, that, yes, he did. They were spending a lot of money every month. Yeah, out he, at restaurants, etc. Party like Keith and Mick on the road. I mean, yeah, you know, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, saw this story just on a lighter note, I guess it's a lighter note, uh, Riverdale, Georgia, uh, a woman pretended to be a Waffle House employee for hours, waiting tables, working there just to steal cash. Really? Yeah. I saw this Fox five Atlanta, uh, investigators say the woman worked two hours at the restaurant before opening the cash register and stealing a bunch of money. Uh, you've got. She, I mean, so she's walking out. She's got the the Waffle House hat on. Yeah, she's walking out, and, but apparently she she was just there, kind of scoping out the place, seeing you know. I don't know. Maybe there's a, enough high turnover at Waffle House that nobody yeah. said like, "Hey, who's this lady? I don't recognize her." Is there no like Waffle Boss or anything? That right there. <laughs> like, what what That'll is be, going on? That's yeah. my next career. I'll be the Waffle Boss. I like that. <laughs> I, they should take that on. But yeah, the cops are looking for her. Uh, right now. This is wow. the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Thank you very much for being here. David, you have a news update? I do. You know, while we're all talking about uh, Trump and getting taken off the ballot and everything, a little bit of a bombshell here. And I'll just read from the NBC News report on NBCNews.com right now. Joe Biden exchanged emails with his son Hunter's business associate 54 times while he was serving as vice president. No one said that. Who said that? Well, see, House Republicans released some, uh, some documentation. Says Uh-oh. that. Oh, you're saying things you do not know what you're talking about. I don't yeah. know. Hunter Biden's business associate Eric Schwerin uh, also worked as Joe's financial advisor from 2009 to 2017. Interesting. Yeah, it's absolutely kawinky <sighs> dink after another. There was a brick wall, sir, between Hunter Biden's business 
and Joe Biden's finances. They just happen to have the same guy managing their finances. Well, see, it's different because they were good friends of Hunter. Yeah. So he didn't look at them as business associates. They were good friends, and that's why they'd go tee it up and chop it around golf courses and you know, share different philosophies when it comes to finance and things like that. He's just like that lunch pail carrying grandpa, yeah. just looking to give some wisdom to the youth. Well, the, the bulk of the communication <laughs> occurred in the lead-up to and following an agreement for Hunter Biden to serve on the board of the Ukrainian National Natural Gas Company, Burisma. Hmm. Weird. Why Why would Joe suddenly start emailing about something? We don't know the contents of these emails, but why are you in constant communication with your son's business partner right as soon as you're taking on the Ukrainian corruption portfolio as vice president? And asking, actually asking to take that role. Yeah. I really, let me look over the Ukrainian stuff here. I'm on that. I mean, a lot of hard-working folks over in Ukraine, okay? They're carrying their lunch pail to work just like me. His concerned yeah. father is just checking his son's work. Right, of course. Of course. You want to make sure that your yeah. your son's not getting in over his head, right? Right. Right. Odd, Punctuation's odd. important and all those things, too, so, you know. Democrats mm -hmm. say, get this, emails were routine and that Hunter Biden's business associate was just working as Joe's financial advisor and Good helped God and helped the then vice president file his tax returns of course holy smokes to help him file his tax returns yeah of course you know all you know really this is the story of a father loving his son of course because he said, listen, son, I know that you're in dire straits right now. You've got a lot of problems, okay? you got a little bit of a drug problem. Yep. Um, but I want to show you that I still love you. Could you recommend a financial advisor for me? Yeah, because H&R Block was just a little right. too pricey for Joe. He wanted it done on the cheap. Mm -hmm. Hunter's got some friends. He'll They'll do it. Okay. So you wonder what's next. How will left media treat this story? Are they gonna? Are they going to not talk about it at all, or are they going to take this opportunity to talk about it a lot? Because there have been a few people out there noticing concern or uh, legacy media paying a little bit more attention to Joe Biden and his let's just call them shortcomings, because the realization is coming down that that dude can't win. Mm -hmm. If they had anybody in the bullpen. That looked good. I think the move would have been made. I mean, what do I know? I'm just a regular Jamo. Yeah. But that's what it seemed like. No. And yeah. we all thought that Gavin Newsom yeah. was a trial run when he's out there, national media, and he didn't pass the test. Well, he booted it against De uh, DeSantis. Yeah, the debate thing. He looked terrible. So no. And they know Kamala's not no. oh, the answer. God, please. Not at all. So no. what's next? And it may go back to that theory you've talked about no. before, David. It's... The old parachute with Hillary. I mean, Hillary versus Trump part two. Okay. The way I game it out is, I, man, because she's been out of it a little bit. I mean, she's popped up from time to time, sure. Oh, yeah. But she wasn't part of this administration officially, you know, or at least not publicly uh, mm -hmm. part of this. Uh, she's part of it. She's kind of joining on the campaign right now because, you know, Hillary, she's a she's a team player. If it does happen right before the convention, Joe, that, that's when I think it'll happen right before the convention. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden says, look, I, uh, I can't, wouldn't you know it? I've got dementia. Dang. Darn. Yeah. Talk uh, to the doctors.
Yeah, I've been there's diagnosed. Somebody here. I just love solving problems. Yeah. And then there's a contested convention. The only way Democrats could save face by giving Kamala Harris the boot is to bring back Hillary Clinton. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can just hear that. <laughs> It's like, was that real or is that in my brain? That's what you're thinking right now, Scott. That's exactly what I was no, thinking. No, that was real. Laid that out there for you. I thought my thoughts were audible all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. <laughs> Welcome back. Now we'll see how it all shakes out. Uh, meanwhile, interesting. What's going to happen with the Supreme Court in this Colorado situation? Well, I, I think they'll overturn the decision and or they'll say, no, Colorado Supreme Court got it wrong. You can't remove a guy from the ballot because you just say that he's an insurrectionist. That's not how any of this works. Right. Um, and I thought it was interesting because I, I made the point yesterday, or the, I guess it was yesterday, made the point that I really hope that it's a unanimous decision from the Supreme Court to really send the message, we're not doing this. Uh-uh. Cut it out. Win elections on your own. Uh, and legal expert Jonathan Turley says the same thing you got to these guys have to send a message to anybody who's thinking about monkeying around with this stuff hmm. the real issue for the supreme court is far more fundamental and frankly chilling you know this country is the most successful and stable constitutional system in history now after two centuries of that uh, what these four justices have done was to is to introduce a destabilizing element in that system uh, and it's going to go to the supreme court and this may be the ultimate challenge for chief justice roberts i don't have much question they will overturn this decision but they should do it unanimously they should do it in one voice that is all nine not, not and, and not divide on this it's too important not to speak as one I don't disagree with that at all. I don't know that it's going to happen. No, it won't. You're predicting no, Scott. No. You know, Katenji, you've seen her. Oh, yeah. Katenji, well, you saw her. Yeah. Biden can't remember her yeah. name. So, I mean, she's going to be the one, I guess. I'm guessing. Sotomayor. Well, yeah, if, there, if, there, if there's going to be one, there's going to be two. Seven, two. Is that what you're thinking, David? Yeah, that, that I, I'm operating under the assumption that uh, assuming it gets overturned, it'll be a 7-2 decision. I'd love to be wrong about that. I would, I would yeah. be thrilled if there were people on the Supreme Court who loved America enough to realize you got to send that message. Because to me, as, especially if it's not unanimous, all the ruling will do, because they'll spell out the steps, why they're ruling the way that they rule. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, all that will do, if there is any wiggle room, is provide a roadmap for other leftists in other states to figure out a way to actually do it for real this time. This this is, I think, a glorified trial run, just to see if they can do it, see what the Supreme Court says, and then craft a plan based on what they say. Well, I think that's what the leftists really want to do. They want to change the country. They don't look at it as protecting America or loving America. It's changing it from the inside out. And that's just another way to do it. Mm -hmm. Okay, another story out there out of Chicago. Who actually said that Chicago is making life worse for students? Who uh, is this? So uh, Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson wants to get rid of what's called selective enrollment in schools, meaning that kids in advanced classes going to magnet schools and whatnot. And we talked about this, yeah. and it's hurting so many black kids. Yeah, they will lose Brown opportunities kids. because yeah. 
equity or something. So Denisha Allen is a woman named or is a woman who founded Black Minds Matter. And she's a big advocate for school choice to try to get kids who have a shot at success out of failing government schools. Yeah. And she had this to say during an interview on Fox News. Okay. Really, it's a facade of morality, offering students freedom within, I would say, an already prison-type system. Students do not have the freedom to move about in government schools, and they never will. And so this move by the Chicago mayor to increase, quote-unquote, options in a school school district that's already failing students— it's really, it's a facade and we need to blow up the entire system, give that money directly to parents and allow them to choose the best school that's best for their kid to get them out of these schools like like the head of the teachers union did in Chicago. <laughs> I like the way yeah. she had that at the end because <laughs> that's exactly what she did. There you yep. go. Oh, well said. I don't know if it'll happen, but it would be good if it did. And by the way, thanks to you guys for covering for me for a while today. Yeah. Show. Yeah, I, I let people know that a guy's fingers were in your mouth. He said that so. like three times. Hey, man, if you're going to miss some time on the show, you're going to have to take it. I mean, it's just part of it, and that part is true. It didn't take long. So there were some x-rays done, and, well, it's a wisdom tooth. Oh, no. So I got to go in with a chainsaw then. No, not not so much. It's that there was no need to try to put a filling in there. There's it, it ain't going to hold. Right. Basically, you know, he was kind of dancing around it, thinking about maybe just would you be opposed to just you know, like having it taken out, pulled? Yeah, because it's going to be really hard to crown it or anything. Yeah, dude, whatever. So it, now it's an oral surgeon, and yeah, that's going to be fun. There'll be smoke emitting from your mouth. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Been a while. You know, something. <laughs> it's been a weird week that's in true. some ways. A couple of different things, just random. You know. Like, I go to the doctor, and I get a script, and we've talked about this before, an ADHD medication, and it, there's a shortage all over the place. Oh. So you're you're calling all over to figure out who might have it, and you find a place. Okay? Okay. And now it's a run on it to make sure that they don't run out. You know, it's like, cue yakety sacks. Here we go. Da, 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 da. And you get in there, go in, take them the script. Here it is. And we're going to have to check and see if insurance will cover it, of course. You're just waiting, and all of a sudden it's like, uh, I can't fill this. Uh, This isn't due until January 10th. What do you mean? I've been out for four days. The date's wrong on the script. Oh, no. So then you get a call back to the doctor's office. Hey, this is wrong. Oh, yeah, now they got to call there and see if they can get it on time before they're out because they're out all over the place. It's just one of those things. And then, and sometimes you wonder... Okay, is the whole world gone crazy? I get on the elevator the other day. Uh, dude gets on, and he looks a little intense, and he's looking down, and I'm just trying to be friendly. I'm like, how's it going, man? He goes, all right. 78 cubic tons of fire's coming down. It's coming down, okay? Let your people know. Shalom. What? I'm like, I I. I tried to take in what he said, and, you know, and the elevator's moving, going up, and it's going to hit his floor before it comes to the radio station. And then I said, um, uh, do you know when that's going to happen? You can feel it all around. You know, you feel it. It's building. And the fire's coming. And I go, okay. He goes, not a joke. I'm like, I believe you, man. Yeah. yeah. Shalom. Shalom. 
Hmm, interesting. Yeah. It's very specific, 78 cubic tons. Of fire. Yeah. Very, very, very specific. Yeah, we were looking it up. Couldn't find any sort of. No. Yeah, hit Robbins up on Facebook if you know what that know means what that at means. all. I know. Yeah, I came yeah. in and told you about it. You're like, oh, geez. Oh, God, what's going on? Maybe, You're kind maybe, of freaking out. Maybe if every person filled up one bucket of water, uh, we could help douse that. <laughs> one one person in America can do make the difference. Yeah. This holiday season. We're all in this across America. Fill up your bucket of water. Go, buddy. Yeah, it's just odd we things. We are right. the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> News update more straight ahead. What is it? Shh, check it out. All these highly rated wines are under $20. Total Wine must have made a mistake. <laughs> nope, they always have the lowest prices. Oh, remember that amazing rosé your sister brought over last week? See, it's right here. Whoa, that's a low price. I mean, whoa, that's a low price. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, B21. The holidays are here. Let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gifting. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Go to omahasteaks.com and save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout, get an additional $30 off your order. Send tender, juicy, butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, or even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. This offer won't last long. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to OmahaSteaks.com and use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit OmahaSteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. This is Rocky Mosall with International Star Registry. Over the past 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities, dignitaries, and individuals worldwide. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star and give the ultimate Christmas gift. The star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333 to give the brightest gift. That's 800-282-3333. Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. You see that Gazans are starting to blame Hamas for all the suffering going on there? That is the headline I saw at Wall Street Journal. I did see that. I did not read the story, though. Okay. I just saw the headline. So a lot of times you take away something from the headline, right? Even if you don't read the well, story. Occasionally, yeah, but I, I was going to get to it. I just haven't yet, though. But thank you for bringing it in, so. Well, that's the thing. The headline's a little misleading as far as I'm concerned. I'll explain why. I felt optimism, though, for a second there. It says, quiet criticism has begun spreading against Hamas, with Gazans blaming the militants for having provoked Israel's wrath and for their inability to shield the population from a devastating war and a humanitarian crisis that deepens by the day. A 56-year-old businessman from Gaza was quoted in the story saying, people are dying every minute. 
Hamas is the one that dragged us into this terrible vortex. You're like, yes. It talks about, you know, well, it's the Palestinian health officials' numbers. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're saying 20,000 people have been killed, right? Um, and they don't distinguish between civilians and combatants. Um, but at the same time, uh, they're still very uh, supportive of Hamas. Mm-hmm. You know, when you look at the uh, actual numbers. Okay. What are the actual numbers? You know, there's like 75% that are supporting Hamas. Still. So yes. that's why I say the headline's yeah. a little bit misleading. Well, I, more is not still most. More is maybe there are enough people who are saying, yeah, maybe we do need to change some things here. Uh, okay. I just don't know how this ever changes with Hamas in place at all. Yeah. And as you're hearing all of the cries for a ceasefire and that continues to roll, doesn't a ceasefire basically mean Hamas gets to keep operating? Yes. Well, that's always been the catch, right? You ceasefire and they get a chance to continue to operate and reload and restock and retool. And then you'll have, it's, it's almost like people that are speaking for Hamas, especially in the media, saying, no, they want a ceasefire. They, they can coexist. And then you listen to Hamas spokespeople. No. Yeah. <laughs> so you wonder, how can you have any sort of peace when the other side, their goal is still to kill you? It just it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, here's a number for you. This is crazy. I don't know if you saw this. Foreigners bought 3 million acres of U.S. farmland last year. Hmm. Now controlling 2% of the United States. Jeez. You didn't know that was happening, did no. you, Scott? Does that bum you out? Yes. Foreign persons held an interest in over 43.5 million acres of U.S. agricultural land. Oh, we go. got a lot of work to do, kids. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay, biggest story today, David? Uh, biggest story today. I, I think I want to switch gears a little bit. I mean, because we talked about it earlier that uh, we are already over 200 200,000 people coming across the southern border this month man Jeez. so right now it looks like we are on pace to hit another uh monthly total record in america and now john kirby one of the spokesmen for the white house was asked point blank can you point to one thing that this administration has done to stop this or to help and his answer is infuriating oh buddy i can't wait for this get to that in the robin's trifecta straight ahead right here Show. Jeremy Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Got the Robbins trifecta coming up in just a few. Um, the border, the border oh. is secure. Oh, always, yeah. always secure. Just ask uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, yeah. Department of Homeland Security. He'll tell you. Kamala, she'll tell you. Isn't he heading back down there? Check things out. He's going to get impeached in 2024. Mayorkas? Yeah. Yeah, I bet on that. 
That's I, right, you did. I no, if anything's going to change. But anyway, we got a little update here, David. Yeah, so uh, we got the word now that uh, 200,000 people have crossed already this month uh, across the southern border into the uh, into America. And uh, it doesn't look like it's slowing down. It looks like we'll set another single-month record. Mm-hmm. The invasion continues unabated. And so uh, the White House is saying, no, 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 I know it's a challenge. You know, hey, brave men and women in the Border Patrol, I know that they're stressed, but it's working, okay? We, we, help it's is on It's not the way. working. Send the military down there. Yeah, obviously. No more people coming in. Right. Obviously, it's not working. John Kirby, spokesman for the White House, was asked, point blank, what is one thing, one thing that the Biden administration is doing right now to help with this crisis. All right. You ready, Scott? Yeah. Roll it. Can you point to one thing that the White House is doing right now that is making an impact on the border, is making an impact with this current surge? Well, one of the things that uh, we, well, obviously it's a big part of the supplemental request, uh, and should we get uh, the funding we're asking for, it will give us an opportunity to put no. more Border Patrol officers. No, 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 no. We've been down that road. Didn't they used to brag about it? We put more into this only to bring agents there to basically, yep, all right, you're checked off the list. Have fun in the United States. Yeah, it's rubber stamping uh, asylum claims. So when they're talking about more money, it's not at all to secure the border. No. It's just for more people to process the ones coming in. Yes. Exactly. Uh, out, out there on the border, it will give us a chance to increase the asylum court officers and uh, help with that process. I would also help with that process is only two percent of people that are coming in would qualify for asylum. John, I would also add uh, that one of the things that uh, President Lopez Obrador and the president talked about today was trying to work on getting at the root causes of migration. There We're we seeing- go. Okay. Oh, seriously. God seriously. Dang. Seriously. Shut up with your root causes. Get stop it. Get the dog shot collar. Dang. Okay, wrong answer. Just. You've been at root causes, which was the most ridiculous thing anyone had ever heard when they first brought it up. Why do you think people want a better life and you can't blame them for that? And this whole thing, well, maybe we could go and help out other countries. And yeah. so, so it, it's not so terrible there. And they're seeking asylum. They're not. They're seeking a better life. And everyone knows it. Just stop with the freaking charade. People like I'm... that guy are destroying the country. Just keep going back to that. I I would, man. You know what? Uh, Sometimes you have these ideas like you just want to make a movie. And in my movie, John Kirby answers that way. And you've got like six, seven Navy SEALs sitting there. And someone asks them, is that an acceptable answer? And they say, no, it is not. Do better. It's not. And if he can't give a better answer, there's going to be some discipline, if you know what I mean. Record levels of people. More uh, people are on the move in this hemisphere than that's been the case since World War II. There's a lot of factors, and that's important. That's important to help get at some of the root causes of migration. Hey, Weasel. I just can't. It's time for the cold plunge. Okay, we're going to take you out here. You're going to be until you ring the bell. All right, which wouldn't take long, by the way. Just disgusting. Golly, man. All right. God. What? I. My brain's just numb. It's the like, root causes. The root causes. We're back on that again? I thought. 
Seriously, you should get a public caning for saying that. Well, I thought Mamala solved all this. No, it was she a joke. She went there to to have the, to find out what the root causes were. I know. Came back and gave us a report that there's root causes. Do you remember what the root causes were? I don't remember. I don't recall. Climate change was one of them. Was that it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. J- which I mean, dude, you can't make this stuff up. Golly, it's infuriating. Just tired of it, man. Just so tired of it. All right, are you ready for your big three? Yeah. Are you going to get even more ticked off? I don't know. I hope not. Maybe. Maybe. And I'm hoping so. Maybe it's just not. getting fun now. I right, roll know. it out. Let's go. Are you ready? It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. But you know what? How about this? Let's start trading. All right. We trade John Kirby for five migrants that want to work. Man, okay. I've been, done. I've been throwing that out for years for all the people who were like doing yes. the whole Occupy ICE thing. Okay, buddy, let's set up an exchange program. You can go live in Guatemala, and mm-hmm. I'll take five hardworking people from Guatemala. They can have your citizenship. There you go. I'm great with that. Scott Robbins trifecta. His top three. Yeah. I, Casey's ready, I think. I'm Casey Casey. Of well, course, does he yes. know anything about the root causes? Casey, I mean, we've gone everywhere else with this. I'm ready. Oh, he didn't want to try, does he? <laughs> Three. No he, part of it. He stays pretty apolitical. Oh, part yeah. of his brand, yeah. He just counts down. Number three, a helicopter can fly itself. God, this is so nuts. Uh, imagine a helipo- helicopter could take off and fly and land without a human pilot on board. Let's do it with sound, cars. I guess it's not too surprising. Sound crazy? Well, it isn't. Something called the R550X is what's being described as a revolutionary helicopter. It's from Rotor Technologies. It's special because it's the first of its kind to be designed for civilian use, not military or law enforcement. It could perform a variety of missions, crop spraying, cargo delivery, firefighting, surveillance, inspection, mapping, surveying, research, blah, 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 entertainment's on the list, on and on it goes. And the good news is these things can fly autonomously without any human intervention at all. Using advanced sensors and artificial intelligence, it can operate in any weather condition, day or night, and communicate with the ground or other aircraft using multiple data links. What could possibly go wrong with this? This sort of stuff scares you. Scares the chopper! The hell out of me. <laughs> now, on with the countdown. This Scott Robbins drive back. Going back and forth, heading right, right for your building. Ah! <laughs> Top three of the day up to number two. Number two, a new voice emerges against uh, the men who want to play sports against women. It's an interesting take, and it's one I hadn't even, I hadn't really even thought about this before. But I don't know why, necessarily. guy named Macy Petty spoke about his big concern regarding trans athletes. The first being a growing number of stolen, stolen opportunities. He said that for female athletes, and that's for sure. Yeah. But he went on to say something I hadn't thought of before. He said, you know, the job of a college coach in this country depends upon whether they win or lose. So if there's no guardrail here... What's to stop me from going out and getting three or four dudes to play on the volleyball team so I can continue to win championships? 
That is an interesting take. Isn't that something? I hadn't thought yeah. about that before, but same thing with swimming or anything else because a college coach depends on the wins and the losses as to whether they're going to have a successful career or not. And if there's nothing against what they're doing, hey, why not? Okay. And maybe maybe this is the wrong way to think about it, but at least in my mind, what I want to believe is that if you're known for bringing in biological males to compete on your women's team, people are going to know that's why you won. It's not because you're a great coach. It's because you're willing to do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so what? So what? Yeah. There, I'm hoping there are some universities that are saying, you know what, that's not what we're about. I don't. If that's what it takes to win, I don't want to do it. And here come the lawsuits. Yeah. You know? No, I'm just saying. I mean, but it's it's an interesting twist on it. It is. He has a daughter who ran cross country when she was in high school, like yeah. ten years ago. He said he never would have even thought anything like Absolutely this not. Until now. So yeah. anyway. Pretty crazy. And the countdown yeah. continues. This guy Robbins trifecta the top three of the day. And finally, one. Number one, you want to talk about a trading card. I like this story, and maybe it is because I collect trading cards, some anyway, not a lot. But uh there's ever a daughter of the year award. Boy, I'll tell you what, this woman's right up here. She lives in Mississippi. Lindsay Moore posted a video on TikTok of her secret Santa gift to her dad this year, fulfilling a promise he made to herself years ago. She was a child. She was just seven years old. She remembered that her dad had to sell his prized Dan Perino football card for some extra cash. The family was strapped for money. He started selling things that were very important to him. She vowed back then that someday I'm going to get that card back for you. She said money was tight. You were selling your most prized possession. At least that's how I viewed it. I felt your sacrifice, and it taught me that I could do, and I have to do, whatever's necessary to ensure my future family never needed for anything. It was a lesson that has stuck with me ever since. So, Dad, I found the card. I bought it back for you. Merry Christmas. Wow. Do you know how much it costs? No, I don't know how much it costs, but it's it's a high grade. It's a high highest grade you can get. It's graded five by a PSA. So that's a group that grades these sort of things for, you know, the card value. So it was okay. the most valuable of the Dan Marino rookie cards. Okay, that's yeah. cool. I as far as we know, it's not like the dad said, hey, listen, that's not necessary. You know, like, I don't want you spending a bunch of money on that now. No, well, he didn't say that. He Because I've realized those little material things mean nothing, and I wanted to actually provide for the family. See, don't he, be, what? Don't be dumping all over this story now. I didn't. I'm oh, just okay. saying, he, I'm just making sure he didn't say that. I can't believe his daughter was that aware at seven years old. Holy cow. Yes. It is a sweet story. See, it's, it's a, a good cool, story. It is. It really is. It's a good it, Christmas story. It, yes. And it's one that highlights your love of collecting and cards and all of Thanks. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I'm not going to say anything else about it. I think it's very nice. Uh, my daughter is listening. Hopefully, maybe someday she can get me like a rookie Georgia Brett. That would be nice. You know what I guess she would say? Whatever, dork. Something like that. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what she would say. <laughs> and there you have it. This got Robin's trifecta. Top three of the day. Well done, Scotty. Okay. Got another news update to get to. And Nimrod's. In the news straight ahead right here. Honey, come here, quick. What is it? Shh. 
Check it out. All these highly rated wines are under $20. Total Wine must have made a mistake. <laughs> nope. They always have the lowest prices. Oh, remember that amazing rosé your sister brought over last week? See? It's right here. Whoa. That's a low price. I mean, whoa. That's a low price. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly. Be 21. A holiday message from Jackson Hewitt. It was the yikes before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring except Larry. See, the stockings weren't hung by the chimney with care because Larry's wallet was empty with no time to spare. So he went to Jackson Hewitt for a holiday loan, got money so fast, he rejoiced and went home. Avoid the yikes before Christmas. Go to Jackson Hewitt before it's too late. Get up to a thousand bucks fast minus the weight. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Did you forget to add Stamps.com to your holiday wish list last year? Well, we all make mistakes. Stamps.com has been helping businesses like yours save time and money during the holiday rush for 25 years. Get exclusive rates up to 84% off USPS and UPS services you need right from an easy-to-use mobile app. The holidays are hard enough. Make things easy with Stamps.com. Use code TIMESAVER for a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code TIMESAVER. This is Rocky Mosall with International Star Registry. Over the past 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities, dignitaries, and individuals worldwide. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star and give the ultimate Christmas gift. The star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333 to give the brightest gift. That's 800-282-3333. Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Uh, the city of Newark, New Jersey, city council there, did what's called a first reading. That is, they inter- they introduced a bill uh, and had the reading of it, and uh, it may go to final approval on January 10th. But what this would do would allow 16- and 17-year-olds to vote in school board elections. Uh, <laughs> From the uh, here, here's here's what uh, Ryan Haygood, president and CEO of the New Jersey Institute for Social Justice, wrote mm-hmm. about it. From the suppression of learning the truth about race and racism to gun safety and more, our 16 and 17 year olds have never been more directly affected by school board policies. Yet they have no meaningful say in who makes them. They soon will. This historic ordinance will empower more than 7,000 16 and 17 year olds, 90% of whom are black and brown, to speak for themselves at the ballot box. Uh, there's another person uh, who's a uh, part of the Democracy and Justice program at the New Jersey Institute for Social Justice, yeah, uh, who said, whether it's gun safety, the environment, racial justice, reproductive health, gender, or school curriculum, the stakes are higher than ever for young people. We know they care about these issues because we see them Mm -hmm. marching in the streets and speaking out. Uh, This is hilarious from uh, Insider New Jersey. This is what the article actually reads. Research shows that 16 and 17-year-olds are not only neurologically and socially mature enough to vote responsibly, but are also well-informed and engaged in political (laughs) issues. Oh, my gosh. Well-informed. What research are you looking at? They're indoctrinated. TikTok research. Right. 
I can't think of another time in my lifetime where the youth of America is looked at as much as people look at the youth now and know that they're clueless because they've outed themselves. Social media has done that. Mm -hmm. It used to be, well, some kids don't have it all figured out and they got some crazy ideas about the world these days, but now you have the proof on social media. And there's also the research that smartphones make you dumber. That's possible, and we've yeah. actually seen it. Man, that's wild. They're mislabeled. Is that what it is? Yeah. Harvard going to come up with a yeah. new word for that, yeah. too? Yeah. Man, oh, man. Something else real quick before we get to Nimrods. A lot of talk about illegal immigration. No doubt about it. And it's, you know, up through Texas and New Mexico and Arizona. See the stories where there's been another migrant landing in Malibu? A boat? California? And we're just going to keep an eye on this story. There's been a couple now. And you wonder, is the reaction from media and some of these people going to be like what we saw at Martha's Vineyard? Like, hey, mm -hmm. we're all about people coming here for a better life, but not here. <laughs> not here. No. I mean, this is where we are. Mm -hmm. we, we can't have any of that. Well, then, well, actually, the first question that they'll have is, I'm sorry, but can do you have a, a pair of hedge trimmers and do you know how to use them? <laughs> Exactly. All right, Nimrod's time. Let's roll. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dean. It's Nimrod's in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrod's in the news. We go to Canada, Vancouver. It's 930 the other night. This 72-year-old woman is just hanging out in the house. All of a sudden, this dude breaks into the house. He's got no clothes on. Totally oh, naked. Oh, my. And he has a pointed metal rod Does that he, he is carrying. Yes. She's freaked out. She has a shovel inside. She grabs the shovel. Wow. To basically protect herself. And then chased him out of the house and cornered him until cops arrived. Neighbors heard the commotion. They called the cops. Okay. What I find interesting also about this story, talk to the cop there, Tanya Vistinen. And she's telling the story that, yeah, she got this shovel and some astute neighbors heard the commotion, so they called 911. Now, we never recommend what she did. This, this could have been a potentially violent criminal, you know, but we're not going to tell someone not to stop someone from protecting themselves. She probably thought she needed to fight for her life, and kudos to her. It was a pretty badass move. But we always encourage people to call 911 if there's something going on. Yeah, understood. But there's a naked dude with a metal rod. Yeah. Would yeah. you hold on a second so I can call 911? That's not going to work. Common sense shovel laws need to happen. <laughs> and that's Nimrod's and <laughs>